Here they come! What the hell are you two doing? The revolution with Jim and Trav is what America is screaming for. Ah! Oh yeah! You are a part of it. One's as bad as the other. It had that effect like you didn't know what you're talking about. <laughs> a show in which all others will be judged. A show about nothing and everything. Well, that's all there is to it. It's a riddle wrapped in a mystery. Something, something or other. Inside an enigma. You're underselling it, which means it's awesome and I want in. Often imitated, but never duplicated. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is on. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My TV. Leave it to Beaver. You know what I just realized? What's that? Two out of three of the guests on this week's show are named after animals. If Bunny was here today, <laughs> it would be three out of the four. We'd also have Stu. Yeah, we got Pigman, a.k.a. the Stealer of Hog Hearts, right? You know, this is Valentine's Day week. Yes. And uh, it lasts a whole week here. I think he shot a lot of hogs in the heart, is what Pigman did. <laughs> All right, so no, Pigman is going to be joining us in just a second, actually, and then we're going to have Chris Robinson. Yeah, he has a host called Night Crew on Sportsman's Channel, and this guy, he hunts at night. He has a Think show. About that. He has a show. He has a show? Yes, he hunts at nighttime. Glad you clarified that. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, he's predator hunting. People might call him a predator. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, then we're going to have Cat Daddy. And Lord knows what Cat Daddy's going to talk about. And what can you say about Cat Daddy, but we love him. Most of the time, it doesn't make any sense, but it's a good conversation. <laughs> All right, so let's get to... Hey, we're going to get to Pigman. Pigman! Woo! Let's go kill some hogs. Finn and Fur is on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. All right, boys, let's do this. Now, let's kick off a two-part interview with Pigman, a.k.a. the Stealer of Hog Hearts, and host of Pigman the Series on Sportsman Channel, Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Here's part one. Pigman, true or false, your cologne is bacon-scented. Is that right? Yes, sir. <laughs> it's, uh, you remember back in the old days, it was the musk. <laughs> Mine is the uh, swine musk uh, scent. Now, how many, Jimbo and I were talking about this right before uh, the show started. How many hogs, pigs, do you think you have taken throughout your hunting career? <laughs> Calculating real quick. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I would say, yeah, 7,000. Holy. 7,000. Really? That's a lot of lettuce and tomato. Well, a lot of trap pigs and a lot of helicopter pigs. So, yeah. Yeah. What do you think is your preferred? I mean, you have hunted them pretty much any way under the sun. If you had to yep. pick one as your all-time favorite, Mr. Pigman, uh, what would it be? Um, I enjoy shooting the pigs uh, from a helicopter. It also, it's not just, you don't quit. You have to kill all of them. So if you're using a shotgun, and that's going to kind of lead me into Mossberg, I got something new to tell you. Um, I shot 600 and something rounds of two and three quarter inch buckshot in four hours. And both, I'm shooting right and left handed. So both my arms was bruised from the shoulder all the way down to my elbow. Oh, wow. wow really? Wow. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, you, you don't just get to fly around and pick the ones you want and shoot a couple and then take pictures and it's done. You know, those guys that fly on pigs, they, they kill them all. Like they, they, they fly back on the property the next day just to see if there's any stragglers and they wipe it out. That's what happens. So just talking to, uh, the Cherokee Nation. 
in Oklahoma, and uh, the chief was on the phone the other day. I talked to them for quite a while, and uh, they're having a, a major pig problem in that area of Oklahoma, which is kind of eastern. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh-huh. we yeah. discussed helicopters and, and things of that nature. But that terrain's totally different over there. There's a lot of mountains, and uh, it's just, I think, be hard to really get them all out of there, but you could definitely knock a big den on them for sure. So I've got uh, got a new announcement from, uh, you know, I was with a certain company for a long time, and those guys kind of went away from, I would say, the hunting. Uh-huh. They're not, uh, these guys make the big revolver, Smith & Wesson, you know, the big revolver pistols, and they just kind of decided, you know, that they was going to focus on the, the Palmer guns and the AR platforms and stuff like that. So, hey, we signed Mossberg. Oh! And, uh some interesting things about those guys real quick that, I mean, it's like, I didn't even know this, but of course they was founded in 1919. It's the oldest family owned and operated firearm manufacturer in the United States. Really? And everybody thinks 10% of their firearms are made in New Haven, Connecticut. 90% of their firearms are made in Eagle Pass, Texas. What? Really? Exactly. A lot of people don't know that. So, you know, you think of Mossberg, the first thing you guys think of is turkey guns. Yeah. But oh, yeah. They've got a whole new line of Patriot bolt guns, a bunch of rim fire, and the new handguns are insane. So I don't know since I've talked to you guys last, we've also swapped, uh, switched to Crimson Trace Optics. The other, Ooh. the loophole, the company we was with, they went in a different direction. Uh-huh. No hard feelings. That's, I think a lot of people think with this business, like everybody's mad at each other and somebody got fired and sometimes a company's direction just changes. Yeah. And like the new line of Crimson Trace Optics has a forever guarantee. So I got to go where people treat me good and they make good product. Oh, you bet, yeah. You bet. Well, you know, the very first turkey I ever took was with a Mossberg Ultimag 835. Yeah, 835 Ultimag. Yeah. Probably one of the first ones that uh, shot the three and a half. That's right. You know, but, I mean, you can reach out there and touch them. And that's why I figured you guys did. That's why I asked you about that because, that's the first thing somebody thinks about in the, is the Mossberg shotguns. And they make more pump shotguns than anybody in the world. And uh, I think this is going to be a very good relationship. Yeah, I actually have a uh, Mossberg Patriot bolt-action rifle. Love yeah, it. In a 308, uh, right? In 308. And I'm going to tell you what. One thing I like about it, great firearm. I love the purchaser-friendly price point that Mossberg appeals to. Ain't that awesome? I know. That, that's what I'm saying. It's such a great rifle, and you can go a little more high-end, or if you need something like two, 300 bucks down and dirty, but works yeah. amazingly, Mossberg can accommodate that. Yep. The Patriot especially really likes ornery ammo, yeah. so it worked out great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the only question is now that they have Pigman repping for them, they need to extend that plant in Texas, man. I'm going to tell you what, they're going to have to talking about. double it's the— not, You know, that, that thing is like 180,000 square feet. They need to double it. <laughs> that's wow. right, man. Well, that's exciting, but, man. Yeah, it is. It's uh, You know, sometimes things have to change, and the other company decided to go away from hunting. I understand that. That's a publicly traded company. Yeah. But no communication. These guys communicate, and we got two Patriot 6.5 PRCs mm. in the back of the truck headed to Mexico. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Now, now, obviously, you're going to have some burritos, maybe a shot or two down there. Uh, where tequila. In, tequila. Oh, <laughs> and some tamales. <laughs> where, Ooh, where exactly? Pork. Where in Mexico are you going hunting? Just straight south of Laredo in the Tamaulipas. Oh, really? State. Yep. 
Wow. Now, now, is there a large pig population, or are you hunting javelinas? Javelina. There is some pigs, but it's nothing like Texas. Yeah. They, wow. Because they barbecue everything down there. They, you know, like we use helicopters yeah. to control the pig population in Texas. They use tamales to the pig population <laughs> in Mexico. They pop them. Now, going back to shotgun hunting again for a second, you and incorporated, uh, you know, helicopter heli hunting. Do you, is it harder that site acquisition after you take a shot, you know, uh, versus like going out there with your AR or whatever? Um, is it more difficult with a shotgun to get back on track or is it, the same. Well, yeah, but I use a Crimson Trace. Yeah. I've got rad sights on some of the, when you use a red dot, when I told you, you guys know that because of my wreck, I lost vision in my right eye. Yeah. So for, I had to switch to left-handed, Ooh. but I put the the Crimson Trace red dots on a little riser, like a 20 MOA pick rail, so it raises it up so I can shoot right or left-handed. Oh. So I can swap both sides. So yeah, the recoil the, on the, but I shoot two and three quarter. So, and those Mossbergs are really good with uh, controlling the, the recoil. So, and I use ported choke tubes mm. to take some of that recoil off the shotgun. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, so, but efficient wise, it's as effective as anything. I've got a couple of those, the new, uh, snow Mossberg shotguns. It's a true timber snow viper. Oh, yeah. And, uh, that's got extended tubes on them. And that way I got somebody sitting on the left side of me reloading the shotgun as I dump them. I'll use those this year, but the ARs too, you know, very efficient. But I think all in all, if if you really are out to wipe out pigs, the shotgun's the way to go with buckshot. Yeah. Now, it now, just beats you up, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, now getting into into hog hunting, there's some grandma out there listening to this show right now that says, he shot 7,000 pigs. But they don't realize that there's an infestation of hogs. There's Seven million. Yeah, yeah. and I come up short. <laughs> <laughs> I got one percent, you know. But the fact of the matter is, <laughs> we have to do those things in order to keep them in check, don't we? And you really don't keep them in check. Those things are prolific. No, dude. It's like where I where where we where I live right now in Texas, like driving down the the highway, just a farm to market road, a major highway. A family that I've known. That on this, the property's been in their their family for over a hundred years. It's been passed down four or five times, and the ditches, like the state bar ditches, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the drainage ditches are destroyed. Oh wow! Like you know, you think you get them under control, and then like man, I hadn't seen a pig on the road, you know, and at nighttime in a long time, and then all of a sudden the next morning, and they come back, and they, they're back, and it just keeps just goes growing and growing. And what it is is they're seeding those ditches, you know, so they don't wash. And uh, the pigs come in and get the seeds. That's what they're doing. Oh, wow. wow. Uh, hey, we got to take a break, Pigman. Can you stick around? Yep. All right. Hey, we're talking with Pigman. He is the stealer of hog hearts, it says right here. And he has a program called Pigman the Series on Sportsman's Channel, Sundays at 830 Eastern Time. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, we can watch uh, previous seasons and episodes of Pigman the Series on My Outdoor TV, can't we, uh, Mr. Pigman? Yep. Now, where can we find you online, sir? Just all you got to do if you want to find me online is just uh, in any search engine, type in Pigman. It'll (laughs) pop up. (laughs) That's right. Facebook, Instagram, whatever. (laughs) All right. I'm everywhere, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, coming up next is Pigman. Sweet. 
Pigman from Pigman the Series will return after the break, and he's bringing the bacon. The firearms that made history, from classic to cutting edge. It's this amazing concept of a technology. We've moved on to guns that fire 6,000 rounds a minute. Get an inside look at the weapons that changed the world with host Joe Montaigne. Go ahead, make my day. Gun Stories, all new, Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on Outdoor Channel. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis on the air. Chatting Finn and Fur. Now let's get back to Pigman, a.k.a. the Steeler of Hogharts and host of Pigman the Series on Sportsman Channel. Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. This is part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking fin and fur on this week's show. And, of course, uh, lots of fur on those hogs that Pigman gets. But Pigman is our guest. Yeah, Pigman the series. Make sure you watch it. All new uh, episodes out. Sportsman Channel Sundays, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you also hunt pigs a lot with bows, don't you, sir? Yes, sir. Yeah. That's one of my more uh, – we was talking about that in the last segment about the fun is the helicopter. People say, man, I bet that's a blast. It yeah. is. Yeah. But, like – how I trained myself on killing deer and, and being able to get close to game out of ground blinds on the ground is baiting big pigs. Oh, really? And because you you can't make a mistake with the wind. It's either 100% or you're getting busted every time. Not every other time or one out of 90 times. Never will you beat a pig's nose when they're on the ground coming into a bait site. So you learn how to kill pigs with a bow off the ground then uh, you can pretty much kill anything there is. I've been New Zealand, Argentina, Africa 11 times. Oh. I mean, those animals, warthog, nothing like a, our feral hogs as far as nose and stuff, but the bush pigs in Africa, totally. Like maybe our pigs on steroids. Oh, really? Seriously? <laughs> Insane. But, we, you know, we've signed PSE, and I had them in the early years, you know, before TV, and that's the bows that I used when I first started really hammering down on the pigs with bows. So uh, you got all kinds of new stuff come out this year. We went to the ATA show this year mm-hmm. in Louisville, and PSC uh, was one of the only bow manufacturers on the floor. Really? Everybody was COVID scared, and uh, Lonnie and the guys just come in and brought all the new bows. And we actually have two of those with us, the new XFs, which is X-Force. That's the Evo, the new bows they make. Yeah. And uh, lots of stuff going on out there, man. I mean, I like to see things still moving forward, and I'm COVIDed out. I mean, <laughs> they can take that vaccine, and uh, maybe if they tried to stick it somewhere else, maybe it'd work more efficiently. <laughs> Put it where the sun uh, don't shine. They're not jabbing me, buddy. Uh, <laughs> now, so, you- and uh, God bless the truckers in Canada. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, they finally said that's enough. Also, before I get into this, uh, just thinking about, I make myself notes when I'm talking to you guys. And uh, <laughs> also, I want to say that, from day one, the Hornadies are like my family. And that's just, it's an inevitable relationship that, here's the thing. People, fans have seen me change 
firearm manufacturers four or five times. Yeah. And all of it was not because of me. It was because the company changed their direction. And maybe they wanted to uh, do more tactical than they want to do hunting. I'm a hunter. Yes, I shoot targets at long range, but I'm not going to compete doing that. That ain't what I do. I assassinate pigs. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking at like the, the Hornadies, no matter what I've changed to, handgun, shotgun, uh, which I still shoot the Hornady buckshot. They don't do a lot of shot shells, but the rifle ammo and the pistol ammo, second to none. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just insane. It's like commercially hand-loaded ammunition. I don't even have to hand load anymore, even though Hornady makes me do a few <laughs> uh, segments every now and then on hand loading. Yeah. And then the same. Like, I think about it, like, like all these things and I'm pitching these guys, of course, because they pay the bill. Yeah. Muzzy. I've been with Muzzy before Faradine bought them. Oh, wow. And just to let them let me help them redesign the line and the the effectiveness of what we see in the field. Mm-hmm. You know, when we're we're shooting these animals, we're going to kill. We'll have 30 or 40 bow kills in five days Wow! on hogs and javelina and deer where we're going. That's how you test product, not in ballistic gel in a factory somewhere yeah. out of a crossbow. You know, that's ballistic gel don't bleed. Mm. you you got to know what's happening. And I'm, I'm thinking about Muzzy because I've I'm, I'm, I'm got a point here I'm about to make. So I'm going to throw this out there first. And there's a reason I'm thinking about this guy. The Muzzy Bow Fishing Classic. Is going to be in Vicksburg. Basically, registration for that event is open now, Ooh. and uh, it's the 11th and 12th of June. First place is twenty thousand. Holy, yeah, uh-huh. a lot of money. So here, let me give you uh, my point. My point is, is as you guys, and I don't know if you know this or not, and I'm just going to throw it out there. Our friend T Bone has uh, been yeah. diagnosed with some bad stuff. Yeah. And uh, so what I want to do first and foremost is just tell you that that dude is a great dude. One of the probably the best I've met in this industry, period, hands down. Uh, we've been friends a long time and it uh, it breaks my heart because he is one of the true ambassadors of this space and this sport and the face of Whitetails Unlimited. And uh, this little shout out to him and a whole bunch of prayers to try to help him out because he needs it oh yeah you know it's amazing there's a lot of people in the outdoor industry but you and t-bone and a select few others you are really about the people when you go to shows you hang out you talk i've seen you hang out and talk to more kids i've seen you give your jewelry away to kids you know and t-bone t-bone does the same thing it's really about you know you're not out there just repping for your sponsor let me sign an autograph and go on to the next person like you really care about what they say is it's more of a trying to promote the sport yeah like i never targeted children at all that i mean when you when you're going into something new like that the first thing you're thinking is they they're not buying products so yeah <laughs> how am i going to prove to my sponsor that i'm selling product unless dad buys it but the kids just it just grew and grew and grew and t-bone is we're almost the same yeah you know i mean it's in a lot of ways we attract the same kind of people and i have these these little necklaces and stuff made that i've always worn on the show i've worn them my whole life and it, and i started having kid size Made and I give them away. Mm-hmm. And the kids, I, I, it's funny. I'm on Facebook the other day doing something, and there's this little girl at a Texas Trophy on her shows in Texas. She comes up to me. She's about six or seven, and she made me a duct tape wallet. Aww. I'm talking about uh, a, a, a bifold, Jack. I'm talking about 
like places to put your credit cards, the whole deal. (laughs) It's red and black with a red cross on it. And then the next year I go, she made me one out of leopard skin. I'm on Facebook the other day. She's about to graduate college. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, you know, that's how long ago it was. And I'm like, geez, man, I can't even. And I just reached out to her and I. I didn't even say nothing. I just took a picture of that wallet and sent it to her. Uh-huh. And she said, I can't believe that you still have it. I said, I also have the note that you wrote me. Uh, she handwritten me a little note and put it in that wallet. And I didn't realize it till I opened it up when I got home and I read it. Oh. But it meant a lot to her that I, I didn't forget her. Oh, that so, is so cool. Oh, my But uh, that keeps you going, man. That yeah. keeps you going. This is... Um, you know, outdoor television is not a business model of everybody loves you so much, so they just start sending millions of dollars to your account. <laughs> you, it's a, it's a struggle. Yeah, and uh, it's been hard because everything's went online, and you know it's digital, and it's really hard to keep the model that we've had, and it's been a struggle. But we, I've got a good team, and I've got good friends around me, and uh, we just move around. And do what we do and kill what we kill. That's (laughs) That's, what we do. That's right. You bet. Hey, we got to leave it right there, Pigman. Okay, man. We've been talking with Pigman. He is the stealer of hog hearts. And, of course, he's going to steal a few down in Old Mexico. He has a program called Pigman the Series on Sportsman Channel, Sundays at 8.30 Eastern Time. Exactly. And this has been presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Like uh, hop on MyOutdoorTV.com and make sure you peruse through and watch all the seasons and episodes of Pigman the Series. And, again, just punch in uh, Pigman any, in any search engine. If he Bing is around. You can use Bing, Google, Pigman's everywhere, right? Yes, sir. That's right. Head for All right, Jimbo, who we got coming up next? Hey, coming up next, uh, we have got Chris Robinson, host of Night Crew on Sportsman Channel, Mondays at 730. Mr. Pigman, God bless you. We love you so much, buddy. See you, man. You guys have a good day. They see a pig game. They know that we're for real. You smell that cooking? Miss Piggy's a meal. We love bacon, grits, and ham. The pigs are squealing. Oh, yeah. Sam, I am. Yes, son. Why did the pig cross the road? He got bored. (laughs) You're listening to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. No steroids. I'm good. No hormones. This is going to be amazing. No grocery stores. You with me? No. <laughs> the freshest game on earth, cooked to perfection. It's delicious. Imagine that you just season the fish in a way where it looks like it would taste really good. It's wild food heaven. The hunt stops with a masterpiece on your table. Oh, I'm so pumped about this. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7 on Outdoor Channel. Sprinkle the best of Western flavors by ordering from High Mountain Seasonings at HIMTNJerky.com today. That's HIMTNJerky.com. Welcome back to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Talking thin and fur. Now let's launch into another two-parter with Chris Robinson, co-host of Night Crew on Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking fin and fur on this week's show. Before the break, we had Pigman on. What a great guy he is. He he stole our hearts. I mean, this is a great guy. Chris Robinson, though, he says that uh, Pigman is one of the predators that come out at night. <laughs> uh, so, Chris Robinson, he is the co-host night crew that sports the channel Mondays, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, you and Pigman, both your Texas boys, correct? 
Oh, yeah. Through and through. Been born and raised here and have no plans of leaving. God, Yeah, there you go. God bless Texas. Now, you're in the northeastern part of Texas? Uh, yes, sir. We're actually uh, on the on the Red River, kind of on the Red River up about 60 miles north of Dallas. Oh, wow. Just just south of Oklahoma. Now, let's get into this, man. Uh, Night Crew, such a neat show. Great concept. Uh, very informative. Um, but the premise, you hunt at night, don't you? Yeah, that's kind of our, if you want to call it a niche as far as in the outdoor industry, that's really kind of what, that's kind of our bread and butter. Um, there's lots of guys that do a lot of daytime stuff, but from from day one, we really wanted to have a, a you know, just a full-fledged nighttime uh, television show that would appeal to a really broad audience, you know, and we try to keep it a real story. It's kind of like a story-based narrative, yeah. if you want to call it that. Uh, just, just to where we can kind of keep, keep it fresh and new to where it's not the same thing week after week. Uh, so every single week we try to have a lot more information and a, and a totally different story than, than what they, we gave them the week before, you know, and we, we've kind of felt that if we could just keep it that way, if people don't know what they're going to watch from week to week, you know, that, that it would keep them coming back, you know, cause they never know what they're going to see from one week to another. So yeah. Now the thing is, uh, you have some, pretty sophisticated equipment kind of give us a rundown of some of the things that you use and is it possible to make a mistake you thought you were looking at a big hog and it turns out to be a prized bull well you know with night hunting that's one of the big things that a lot of a lot of times landowners don't you know most people when you say you're you're a night hunter and you walk up to them and say hey can we hunt your place the first thing that they're going to say is you know we well we got cows on the place yeah but the, the fact of the matter is when you actually see how much light we use uh, when we're filming, there's absolutely no doubt what we're pulling the trigger on when we get, you know, a coyote or a cat or even a pig. <clears throat> and then on top of that, we've got some of the best thermal equipment out there that you could possibly be using to hunt at night. And, and again, most of the shots that we take are usually under about 60 to 70 yards. Oh, yeah. And in fact, yeah, in fact, some of them are all, all the way up to about 10 yards from the truck. Oh, holy so, cow. Uh, yeah. When, when we, like last night, we went out, we ran out and made a few stands and we, we killed one cow that I, I think was 18 steps from the tailgate of the pickup. Ooh. So, wow. wow. We, we like, we like getting them close. Yeah. You know, and there's, <laughs> You can definitely tell what you're looking at at that point. Yeah. Now, you had mentioned lights because there's different colors. You know, you, people use green. People use red. You said you mentioned use white probably for the filming aspect, I guess. But uh-huh. now thermal, you know, um, night vision, it, it can be fairly costly. Can I mean, I think the more economical way is probably shining, wouldn't you say? A hundred percent. You know, we, we actually just did a show that – that was kind of focused around the fact that these days there's a lot of guys that are getting into night hunting and they go right into thermal right out of the gate. Yeah. You know, and they, they really don't have any concept of the difference between hunting at night with lights versus hunting at night with thermal because they're two totally different deals altogether. But the fact of the matter is, is, is lights are for a beginner that's just getting into it. They're a lot more affordable route to take. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, it's a totally different experience than, than thermal. You know, back five or six years ago or even further, you know, for you to get a decent, you know, thermal optic, just a scanner would run you somewhere between six to $8,000. Oh, wow. Jesus. Just, 
Yeah, just to be able to go out and, and look at something and detect stuff. Yeah. These days, they've got units out there that you can actually detect and are a gun-mountable weapon site that you can get for 2500 bucks. Oh. You know, so it's gotten it's gotten to the point where the market has, the pricing in the market has gone down enough to where a lot more guys, instead of getting lights, they're just saving up money to get a thermal and they're bypassing lights altogether. Yeah. But what what those guys don't realize is that the experience that you can have with light is is 180 degrees different than what a thermal guy experiences when he goes out and calls predators at night, you know? So mm-hmm. the biggest reason that we're we're still diehard light guys is because that's what we grew up doing. We basically cut our teeth in night hunting using lights and figuring out how to get them closed with a bunch of light on them. And to me, there's nothing, there's nothing to me that will give me that satisfaction that I can get out of having a coyote standing there 15, 20 yards from us yes. lit up and blinded. He can't even see the truck. You know, you can't, you can't do that with thermal. You're just basically in complete darkness, you know, so they're both a blast and both super effective, but lights are definitely cheaper and it's just a whole different experience than what you would get jumping straight into thermal just going completely thermal altogether yeah. that makes sense yeah oh, yeah. yeah yeah it does now a question for you uh you're in texas they allow that how are you finding the other states in the union uh can you use thermal can you hunt at night you know what they're, what's going they're on? all different uh main thing is it's just i'm seeing a trend uh these days especially with a lot of these states opening up night hunting um a bunch of them have really dated laws on as far as night hunting and stuff a lot of that a lot of those laws and stuff were written back before night vision and thermal equipment got to the point where it's as effective as it is these days and safer you know and a bunch of them a good example is kansas mm-hmm. uh, last last year kansas opened finally opened up night hunting and it's exploded i mean there's tons of guys out there that are picking up thermals and they're finally like yes we've been waiting on this we see what you guys do in texas you know, finally, we get a chance to go out and, and experience it ourselves here, you know. But I think back probably 10 years ago, I did a, a, a kind of a survey, and this is long before the days of thermal, especially on our end. But we did a survey that was asking, does your state allow night hunting? And if so, does it allow you to hunt from a vehicle or do you have to do it on foot? And can you hunt with lights or do you have to use just natural light like moonlight and stuff like that? And out of the 50 states, I think 38 or 39 of them allowed some form of night hunting. Oh, and wow. only two of them, only two of them back then allowed you to actually hunt from a vehicle. Oh, you know, p- people look at Texas like I can't believe they let you guys do that down there. But <laughs> we look at every we look at every other state like I can't believe you guys are so restricted. You know? <laughs> yeah. So. Hey, hey, Chris, we've got to take a break. Can you stick around? Yes, sir. Hey, we've been talking with Chris Robinson. Of course, he's the co-host of Night Crew on Sportsman Channel, Monday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time. That's right. Get your night predator hunt on. This has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, uh, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Uh, now, Chris, to learn more about you guys, it's so cool what you do. Fascinating. It's a lot of fun. Uh, where can we find you guys online? Uh, mainly online. We've got our own YouTube channel. Um easy to find it just go on youtube and, and search for night crew and it'll pull it right up all right part two with chris robinson right after this 
Here's Mrs. Bunny with a tip on coyotes. Alpha yotes. Coyotes have established populations in virtually every state, some Canadian provinces, and they're also found south of the border roaming in Mexico and Central America. Although nearly half a million are culled from the American landscape each year, these feral puppy factories continue to thrive. They may just be the ultimate predator, outwitting us all. Get out and do a little predator control. This year's crop of fawns, ground nesting birds, and small game will thank you. Plane, train, space. Roger, go for stating. Wherever you are, listen to The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Heard on hundreds of radio stations throughout the world and always a click away at JimandTrav.com. Stay tuned. The Revolution will be right back. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. The Revolution with Jim and Trav is back discussing Finn and Fur. Yeah, sounds good. Now let's rejoin the boys and Chris Robinson, co-host of Night Crew on Sportsman Channel, Monday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. This is part two. Hey, we are back. We're talking Finn and Fur on this week's show. And, of course, before the break, we had Chris Robinson. He's the co-host of Night Crew on Sportsman Channel, Mondays at 7.30 Eastern Time. He's the song dog slayer is what he is, Chris Robinson. That sounded so neat. It really did. Uh, anyways, no. Especially in your head. <laughs> That's about the only place that ever sounds cool. Now, when you're shining, let me get this correct, because I, I do a lot of uh, uh, coyote hunting at night, and you should really turn the light on and leave it on you shouldn't shut it off should you if you decided that you're going to run lights and that's all you're going to do and that's how you want to kill them to get them close the best advice i can give to somebody is leave that light on from the time that you start calling mm-hmm. scan with it 360 fast enough to where whenever they pop out you get that light on them and once you get eyes you keep that light on them and never turn it off because mm-hmm. That light is basically all the camo that you need when an animal's coming. And it's hard for, for people that have never experienced that to wrap their head around it. It's natural. It's human nature to want to think, well, I got to hide that light because I don't want them seeing it. Well, it's actually the reverse of that. You know, when an animal's coming to that sound that he's basically spent his whole life trying to, to go and, and hunt, he'll hear a dying animal, you've triggered an instinct to go to that food source Mm -hmm. and as long as it's a coyote that hasn't been educated to that light or been called up and hit with a light and shot at or smelled you most of the time once you hit them with it it'll they'll keep coming like that light's not even there and those those animals are ones that we can put a light on them and and literally call them up within feet of us now basically you're looking for the eyes to appear in the in the light because they shine back at you but uh, if you're calling don't you want to keep that call closer in line to where the light's at? 
Uh, yeah, for us, we do personally. Some guys don't, don't do that for various reasons, but the main reason we like the call literally right next to us is the fact that whenever you're looking for eye shine, the, the more direct your beam is directly into the reflectors into their eyes, the brighter their eyes are going to shine. And whenever they're looking off to the side, if you put your call out there 50 or 60 yards from me at night, they're going to be still looking at that sound. Mm-hmm. You'll still be able to de- to detect their eyes if you do that, but they, but we want them looking directly at us because that sound source is right next to us. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Now, down there, so, you guys can hunt hogs, coyotes, bobcats, foxes, so on and so forth at night, or are some of them not permitted to hunt at night? Pretty much anything but a deer or a cow in Texas is about, <laughs> it's, it's, it's fair game. I mean, we can hunt 365 days a year. We can kill as many cows, as many cats, really? as many fox or many pigs. There's no season on them. It's pretty much unlimited. In fact, I mean, we're, we're definitely the most relaxed state as far as our game laws or night hunting laws uh, mm-hmm. across the country. You know, but I, like I said, I think people, a lot of these states are, they're kind of, following suit with some of these other states that are starting to allow thermal and and night vision and and stuff like that or even just hunting at night period even if it's just with lights they're seeing that it can be effective and a lot of these landowners they're kind of reaping the reward of it because there's a lot of these a lot of these animals are really tricky to kill during the daytime that we can go in with thermal and get them killed at night you know oh yeah yeah so yeah so don't you uh don't you find that when you're out there hunting you'll have to make several setups you'd have to travel fairly light or not when you're hunting from a truck you that's one thing you you we we have a ton of equipment and stuff that we have i mean we have light rigs and stuff like that that we walk in with a lot of times but typically whenever we with the country that we hunt it's usually, it's not a lot of big ranches. It's small, 200 to 300 acre farms, sometimes even 10 or 15 acre farms. Oh, wow. We'll go in a gate, make a stand, go back out the gate, drive down the road a mile, go in another gate and repeat that over and over throughout the night. So we're never really at any point a long ways from the pickup. It's not like we're hiking in five miles to make a stand and then hiking back out. Um, but here three or four years ago, we finally got to the point where we built a uh, a portable light rig that we can actually pack into places that's just as much light as what we actually get out of the the lights that we had on our on our truck for so long. Oh wow. You know, and that that opened up a lot of doors because there's a bunch of places that we don't have access to with the truck or if it if it rains and gets wet and we can't get the truck in there, we'll just take off and go on on foot and still be able to film and get the same footage that we would always be getting from the truck. Yeah. Now, with how much you guys hunt, and I know you travel around a lot, and depending on how long you sit on a stand depends on the activity and how educated uh, the coyotes are. Now, do you have a problem with that, running into a lot of places with super smart, educated coyotes, and they just won't come in? Or do they get displaced or killed enough uh that they constantly keep regenerating the population with new coyotes uh, all the time uh our area in particular like i said we're we're probably 50 miles outside of the dallas fort worth metroplex and there's there's tons of guys that do the same thing we do especially nowadays there's everybody and their their cousins got a thermal and they're cruising around and they're they're seeing coyotes and stuff and they're a lot of times they'll, they'll mess with them or call at them and stuff like that and it makes it harder 
for us to go behind a lot of those guys and be able to get those animals to respond, especially to get them to respond to a light and get them in close and, and try to film and get the footage and stuff that we need for the show. But typically what we try to do is when we have places that we'll go into and we know for a fact that they've either gotten a lot of calling pressure, they've been messed with a bunch, that to us is really where the thermal really shines. Because if, if we know that those those animals have been hearing it for months on end, a lot of times we can slide in there and get those animals killed in a way that we used to not be able to just because we didn't have the type of technology that we've got sitting on top of our rifle these days. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's ways around stuff like that. But, yes, we do see a, a ton of places where we'll go in there and we'll call for 20 minutes and you would think there wasn't a cow within a hundred miles of you. And then as soon as you hang it up, you got 15 or 20 cows within 500 yards of you start. Oh, lighting wow. up. Yeah. You know, and how did those animals get that way? You know, the only way that we can think of is that they've been, they've been getting pressured. You bet. You hey, know, and then, I was going to say, we've got to leave it right there. Uh, but uh, we've been talking with Chris Robinson. He's a co-host of Night Crew on Sportsman's Channel, Monday nights at 7.30 Eastern Time. Yeah, brand new series. It, it is fantastic. You have to watch it. This has been brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Hop online, check them out. Go snipe some coyotes, maybe some ditch lepers today and your uh, Wolverine uh, <laughs> R-Max or whatever you want to do. Uh, that's YamahaMotorsports.com. Again, Mr. Chris, man. To learn more about you guys, Night Crew, your all-new uh, series on Sportsman Channel, where can we find you online? Uh, YouTube. Go to YouTube and just search Night Crew, and it'll bring it right up. You bet. Hey, coming up next is the Kansas Catman, old Cat Daddy. That's right. When uh, Chris goes shining, he finds Cat Daddy, all sorts <laughs> of things. Usually he's naked, though. It's weird. <laughs> uh, anyways, Mr. Chris, you're so awesome, man. God bless you, brother. Thank you all. Y'all have a good day. You're on the revolution with Jim and Trav. Ooh, doggy. Connect with the boys on social media and always at JimandTrav.com. On to the internet you go. Yep, the internet. Stay right there. The boys will continue right after these short messages. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back. Now here's our very own captain of the SS Tuna Tub, Cat Daddy. I'll never go fishing again. This is in my friend. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at himtnjerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we're back. We're talking fin and fur on this week's show, and there's a lot of hairy catfish out there because our next guest catches them all the time, makes mittens out of them for kids. Yeah, and before the break was Chris Robinson of Night Crew. Cat Daddy's always fishing at night, fishing for compliments and, uh, I don't know, scary things. Mr. Cat Daddy, how's it going, buddy? Well, I tell you, boys, I've been out in the garage for the last three days. Ooh. Out there tying up rubber log lines and limb lines and bank poles. Oh, now is the time to start doing work. that, huh? Well, it's a coming for long, you know, about the end of March. Yeah. Let's well, not too oh, far Oh, yeah. Off. We're, we're going to hang them high. <laughs> <laughs> now, when you use, like, inner tubes, you're not talking no, like, dinky uh, bicycle inner tube, right? No, 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 no. 
Only thing we catch was stuff like that, tadpoles. <laughs> <laughs> so do you use like a big truck inner tubes or what do you use? I use Caterpillar uh, Caterpillar inner tubes. I go to the Caterpillar company out, out south of town and get them great big, huge inner tubes, real thick. Cut them up into my lengths, you know, then uh, yeah. sometimes they're pretty dirty and stuff. I take them down to the laundromat, wash them in the washing machine, throw them in the dryer. They look like store-bought brand new when they come out. Really? Holy cow, I bet you they're happy with you down there. <laughs> yeah. They don't know nothing. <laughs> Cat Daddy wears a now, mask. Yeah, now, th- <laughs> give us give us the idea of the hookup. Now, you use the uh, the inner tubes for kind of a a, a buffer, right? The elasticity. Yeah, yeah. A- ab- absolutely. I mean, you know, you, you figure yourself with a 60, 75-pound flathead or a blue cat, on that daggone uh, log line, you know, and uh, on a log line, you got to have some give to it, some buffer in between the knot and the hook in the fish's mouth, or they're going to just jerk it out and rip it out of their jaw. Now, with that rubber on there, it gives them a little stretch, you know, it kind of wears them out, and, and they know they're, all the thrashing they're doing in the water and the jerking and pulling, it, it's just not going to work for them. So the rubber, you know, keeps them on the hook for sure so they don't rip it out of their mouth. Because they, they get violent. The only thing they think about once they get hooked like this is they get the heck out of Dodge. Yeah. Now, you know, you have always preached about throwing back those big ones, that breeding stock, as you call it. Uh, and that's another reason you want to have these in there. Because if you do hook into one of those big 70, 80 pounders, you don't always keep those, do you? Oh, no, no. Hell, I take a couple good pictures and yeah. uh, throw them back in the water, man. Yeah. And you said. Sa- I'm doing right and I'm like a horse. <laughs> yeah, spank them a little bit, maybe pluck a whisker. <laughs> uh, but really, having a setup like that does save them and keeps them, you know, for injuring themselves, right? Oh, absolutely. You know, back in the day, I used to use. Uh, uh, straight conventional hooks. I started using the Eagle Claw 16 knot circle C hook. Oh, yeah. Man, I tell you, it, it's always uh, up around the eye or the mouth or around the side of the jaw. We always hook them like that. They never swallow a hook. I've never lost a fish since I started using them Eagle Claw hooks. Mm, you bet. Hey, if you'd like to write, okay, as a matter of fact, did you give out your uh, your website address? Oh, I'm sorry. www.catdaddyguideservices.com com. You bet. When you go there, send him an email at catdaddy underscore one at msn.com and show him your latest and greatest bait. Uh, we got to get to a break. Mr. Cat Daddy, we love you so much. God bless you, buddy. Hey, you can see me up on that mountain. High mountain. Stay tuned. The revolution with Jim and Trav will continue in a few moments. Hit up jimandtrav.com for lots of cool extras from the show. I'm Al Simon, 91 years young. I created Balance 7 20 years ago. At 67, I went to see the doctor for the first time in my life and found that I had medical problems. He told me that was normal for my age. I don't believe God intended us to be sick and old. I decided to find something to bring my health back. For 10 years, I studied pH and how important it is to the human system. Balance 7 gave me back what I lost by getting older. I no longer get out of bed with a joint discomfort. Balance 7 can do for you what it has done for me and many others. In three days time, you'll feel more energy, less joint discomfort and clarity of thinking. No doctor or hospital can do what Balance 7 can do for you. Balance 7 is the key to unlocking the healthy immune system. Bring your body back to balance. Order now, receive free shipping with the code word AL. Go to balance7.com, that's balance7.com. Order now and get your free shipping and a free gift with your order. Go to balance7.com, Use the code word L. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. 
Real man of the outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim. With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak. I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the Great show, everyone. We just got to get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Finn and Fur, holy cow. But, man, we covered Pigman. Yeah, we had Pigman on uh, for a two-part interview. Really, you just say hi. And then he talks for 20 minutes. Uh, no, great time. Love Pigman. Plus, we had Chris Robinson from Night Crew. Yeah, and then also we had uh, Cat Daddy on talking about catfishing this time of year. He's from Kansas, the Kansas Catman. It'd be weird if he was the Missouri Catman. Yeah. Nah, he's not from the Show Me State. Uh, yes, great show. Jimbo, last word. But if you ask him, he'll show you. He'll show you anything you want <laughs> and some things you don't want. Yeah. Uh, last word, big guy. Hey, last word is it's uh, getting towards spring. Get out there and do some uh, shed hunting, of all things that you could do. Say, and, and while you're at it, scout for turkeys. You were really reaching there, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> all right, and as always, make sure you hammer home firearm safety. More importantly than that, though, uh, listen to us every week. That's very that's important. A, oh, that's important. And go to jimmytrav.com. Uh, we'll return next week, boys and girls. Love you so much. Thank you for listening. Peace out. God bless you and the United States of America.